Hey, this is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast. Um, Father, oh, how I need you. How I need you today. Um, we think um, Aaron might have COVID. So naturally, he has been quarantined to the master bedroom with the master bath. And Elijah and I have taken up residence in the rest of the house. Um, trying to teach these, these gentlemen about how germs work is, I mean, just to put it, frankly, it's frustrating. I've been sanitizing everything. I am at the point where I've all but burned down my house. I have a cat that refuses to poop in the litter box. Another cat that refuses to apparently pee in it would prefer to pee on my new floor, which is going to get them into some serious trouble. Um, I myself am not feeling too hot, but I mean, I've felt funky for a week now um, with goopy eyes and just being plain tired and all that. I finally get to sit outside this morning, um, so I'm thankful. Oh, how I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you woke me. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it was nice to have a full bed to myself, like a queen-size bed. Slept right in the middle of that thing. Obviously, it's not as comfortable as mine, but, um, it was okay. So, I thank you for that. Um, I pray that you just, you heal my husband. Please, please put your healing hands on him. Um, see, um, anyway, so that... He, uh, he can get well sooner rather than later. Um, cause walking around with the blanket on his head, looking like E.T., not the best look for him. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I need your help because I feel like this is a test in the not really cruelest, but also cruelest of ways. And I need help. I need help cause I'm not going to make it through this, um, my bedside manner is very, very good. Um, I will, I will care for him till the day he dies. Um, it is my, my sympathy, right. That I struggle with. Um, because obviously I too have not felt good for a week, but I mean, I haven't had a headache. It's just been like, I don't know, like you said, goopy eyes. It feels like allergies. That's what it feels like. Um, which is why I haven't worried about it because I don't go anywhere anyway. And yeah, so I just pray that you please, please be with us. Um, please keep my dog in the yard. I know it's a weird request, but she doesn't seem to listen too well, especially now. Ah, uh-uh, Mila. She's trying to go, I don't know, chase a deer or something. But I thank you. Um, oh, Lord, I pray that you be with our country and I don't want to just pray this fluff cover all be with our country. I pray specifically that you uncover any fraud that there is that you overturn an election. If it was wrong, that you, um, strengthen your church that you have us to stand up and speak out for what's right and to speak life 
that you uncover all of these factions that would do us harm, right? Because as much as I like to stick my head in the sand and pretend that that's not the case, terrorism didn't end 19 years ago, right? When the World Trade Centers were hit. That was just the beginning. They started off with a bang and we did a really good job of, as a country, unifying and trying to put an end to it. The unfortunate thing is, is I think that there are some people who don't want it to end, which is just downright terrifying. And so I pray that you continue to be with us as a country. I pray that you help us to see this. I pray that you open our eyes. I pray that you bring these things out into the light so that they can be dealt with um, according to your plan, right? I pray that you be with our children, you be with our schools, our education system that is so beyond failing. It's not even funny. It quite honestly terrifies me the things that they are not teaching our kids, right? I mean, the things that they are teaching our kids are in, you know, liberal states are awful, but the things that you're not teaching our kids all across the states is just downright terrifying. There's a revised vision of history and it doesn't include anything patriotic, right? It, it tells you that you shouldn't. It's it's like Germany post-Nazis, right? Where the Germans aren't allowed to have any pride in in their country and, and in their culture because they know what they allowed to happen. Um, and it's awful. It's awful. We're going to end up there. We're going to end up right there if we don't do something about it. Um, we should be taking notes from them already in the way that they protect their children and the ways that they stand up for their children and they refuse um, to allow indoctrination into schools and things of this nature. Um, We really need to put you first, Father. And I pray that you help us. I pray that you help us to put you back into schools. Um, Not everybody has to believe and it's okay. We've never, we've never said that saying the Pledge of Allegiance, you have to believe in God. No, what we're saying is that we, as, as Americans, are acknowledging that this country was founded on you. And it was. The, the whole Declaration of, like, the Declaration of Independence, the um, Constitution, all of these things are founded on you. Um, so to try now and take you out of it and deny that is just downright, it's lies. Um, and we need to get back to living in the truth. And I think that's a lot of what our issues have been. And I pray that you continue to guide us, that you help us in this, that you, you strengthen us in this. Um, you know, we need, we need to fight in all the right ways. So I pray that you give us the knowledge and tools and abilities to do so. And not just all of those things to do so, but also wisdom and discernment as well, right? How how do we fight? When do we fight? What do we say, right? We need you to be speaking through us right now because we're screwing it up big time. We are creating a hot mess and we're saying that it's all for freedom and it's not. It's putting us in bondage, Father. And I know how you are about slavery and bondage and... I just, I I cry out just as Israel did, free us, Lord, free us, help us, help us get out of this mess that we have found ourselves in, that we ourselves allowed ourselves to be put in, 
you know, that maybe you put us in to teach us a lesson. We are so unbelievably sorry. And we pray, oh, we pray that you free us from this, that you guide us through it, that you help us send us a warrior who will set us free, right? You sent Jesus Christ. And apparently we're idiots and we don't, we're not just idiots. We're stubborn. We are blindly stubborn and we need a prophet, Lord. That's what I think. I think we need a prophet in these days. We need someone who will hear from you in real ways and speak that to us and help us, right? We need help. So I pray that you please help us, please. I pray that you be with our country in dealing with this COVID situation. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't appear, if my husband does indeed have it, it doesn't appear to be worse than the flu, okay? Like the flu, that was mean. Like I got the flu, I don't, I'm almost ashamed to say how many years ago. It's been many makes me feel old to think about it but it put me down right like I didn't want to come out and fix myself breakfast that was not an option that was not a thought that was not a conversation I ever had I didn't even want to eat right I was sick this just seems like you have a headache you're tired you're not mm, a little, little sniffly like not the end of the world, right? I don't know why we're acting like it is the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Colds are contagious. They are awful, right? Like your whole face wants to explode. You, you feel like you want to die. <sighs> I don't see that this is on that level. This to me, like I said, is like a tension headache without, you know, maybe a little bit of allergies mixed in. Um, but anyway, I, I just, I genuinely, I do know that there are people who have died. Um, I do know that those people had other underlying health issues. I also know that those people, um, were older, right? And I do believe that when you are 90 years old, you have put in your time here and I'm not saying that you deserve to die by no means. Does anyone um, deserve to die. But at that point, I just pray that you had enough time on this earth to prepare yourself to meet your maker. And honestly, if I can't manage it in, you know, 70 years, I probably, probably am not going to get it. Um, but we just, as a culture, we freak out about death, even death of those who are old. I mean, no offense, but that's a good long life. And I don't know why we're so freaked out about death. Like, we're not freaked out about the death of children. We're not freaked out about the murder, murder of children. But, you know, elderly dying because a governor put a bunch of sick people in a nursing home. Why are we not all just completely freaking out about that? Right? Like you tell everybody to quarantine and to be safe and whatever. And then you put the virus in a nursing home. Like, What do you expect is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And again, I feel like that was murder. That those deaths were wrong. Right? But it wasn't our fault. That was our government's fault. But that's beside the point. 
I pray that you please be with our government. I pray that you please, again, just bring a lot of things to light. Um, help your children get educated, right? We've got to be educating ourselves about what's going on in the world because I think that's part of the problem. I think that's why the world has gotten away with so much for so long because we have literally, at least I myself, have dug my head in the sand, Father. I've stuck my head down in the sand like a freaking ostrich and pretended that, you know, like if I don't see it, it ain't happening. And it's let the enemy run amok with no, no, like nobody to stand before them and say, no, you ain't doing this. Like no regard. And now of course they're, they're all up in arms because we're pushing back. It's like, of course this is wrong. You clearly see fraud. And I love how the media is not covering, right, this election and the, they've already claimed Biden as president-elect, which technically he has not been officially named president-elect. Um, I don't know if anybody else knows how that works, but the media jumped the gun and they've still jumped the gun because he still hasn't been named. It has to go through court. It is a, you know, full-blown recount and there is litigation, they can't name a president-elect until they get through all of that. Um, So there's that. Also, they are not covering the court cases. Y'all, I encourage, I encourage you, look up the court cases. They're there. You can watch from the courtroom as person after person after person, citizen after citizen after citizen, poll worker after poll worker after poll worker are telling their truth of what happened. Okay. They are giving an account of what happened on election night and it's appalling. And the fact that the media is not covering it at all just tells me that mainstream media really doesn't care about the truth, right? Because in all fairness, if you cared about the truth, even if it was for Biden, like you would want to know, right? Like you would be covering these things. You would be telling the world. But I think that it's one of those things that it just further proves that there, there is a lot of bias in media and it's not, and it goes either way, right? There are news stations that report for conservatives, Um, I think that what it's Fox versus CNN, um, CNN has, again, I've said it about a thousand times. They have went on record in court and said that they are a entertainment source, not a facts news outlet. So there's problem there. Um, so be careful where you're getting your facts. Um, but also like Neither one of them. I, I don't even honestly, I'll have to look up Fox. I don't think that either one of them are really reporting um, on the court cases. And all I can say is we've got to do a better job of digging for ourselves. We've got to stop as a country being hand fed information, just like our Bibles, right? Like, open them up, read it for yourself. You're never going to get to know God if you are just taking somebody else's word for it, right? Because just like any relationship, that a parent has with a child. It's individual. It's different. It's personal, right? Like, and he wants to speak to you personally and he can't do that. If you're just taking my word for it, um, we got to stop being sheep 
to the wrong shepherd. And that's what we've done. And we need to remember who our shepherd is and listen to him. Not to opinions, not to fake news. Um, We got to really dig in and start getting to know what's going on around us and listening listening to our God and spending time with him. And God, I pray that you forgive us. I pray that you forgive us for the years that we haven't, right? We, we've gotten so far from you. We've taken our eye off of you and look what it cost us. It may very well cost us our freedom. The very thing that you gifted us with, it may cost us our birthright, right? Because we were so so selfish so selfish we didn't look further than our own noses and here we are here's the mess we're in um and i pray that this is not factual father i pray i pray that i'm wrong please let me be wrong please do not let all of the awful things that i have personally kind of visioned in my own imagination and just knowing the things that um, are happening and knowing what has happened in other countries that are socialists and all of these things please don't let that happen to us please don't let us let that happen to us father i pray for your guidance and your strength and your mercy oh how we need your mercy right now Please have mercy on us all as a nation that we can repent, that we can turn, that we can bring an end to abortions. I was listening to a governor talk about how women can be dilated and in labor and still they would kill that baby. I, I don't get it. As long as there are two doctors, you know, this is why this is why it shouldn't be less left up to the government it's it's between the mother and the healthcare provider no it's not it's life you can't walk up to an infant in a stroller and stab it and go oh it wasn't a, it wasn't a human like that's murder so why is it murder just because somebody else decided they would take care of it right just because i gave birth to it i get a say on whether it lives or not that's messed up y'all that is so messed up unbelievably messed up and the fact that they sat there with a straight face talking about murdering innocent you think as a christian being pro-life is a good idea no why because you use it you you say that it's based on you know what if a girl's raped and gets pregnant okay that was the whole basis of it that's where it started right for the christian viewpoint And I get that. And I get that it's awful. And I understand that I would never understand that kind of pain. I get that. But I also know that there are mothers out there that that's happened to and they kept their baby. And they saw God's blessing that came from it. Rather than looking at that child with hate. Why would two wrongs make a right? Okay. Give the kid up for adoption. I I don't know. But we started there. And somehow now we're all the way to a mother can be dilated and in labor 
give birth to a child and still, quote, have an abortion. Does anybody else see how skewed and how messed up that is? You give an inch, they take a mile. I don't know why that original inch was even given. And I was a pro-lifer, okay? Or a pro-choicer. I was a pro-choicer for many years on the back of what if you're raped? Like, that, that was my stance. And I can tell you as an adult and as a mother myself, I don't care. I don't care if I was raped. That's a life. The moment I realized that I was pregnant with that child, no matter, no matter what, I was praying to God the second I found out that the child be healthy and happy and loved and that he stay with me. You know, think about all the people that have abortions. Think about the, there are so many um, women who finally are stepping out saying, I did this and I regret it, right? There are the I Chose Life women who are posting pictures with their amazing children that they chose to keep, even when everyone else said not to. Yeah, I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for their bravery and their honesty in a time when the world is telling them to shut up. Um, I thank you so much for it. I thank you that these children can be put up for adoption and we need reform. What we need is we need to make adoption something that is a more viable option, something that is not so incredibly hard to, to do right? Like, why is it so difficult to adopt a child who needs a home? This doesn't make any sense to me. Why would we want to keep them in foster care? Right? This is all politics. This is all politics. It's insane. Well, the foster care system's overrun. So yeah, just kill 600,000 kids a year. That makes perfect sense. And then for, you know, celebrities to go and get an award and say if it wasn't for my abortion I couldn't have done this like that's a slap in the face to be honest that's saying because I have a child I've accomplished less with my life than what I could have and um that's quite honestly completely anti-feminist if they're you know riding on the back of feminism and you know I've my body my choice um bs sorry I know that that's probably not Christian um, but that's what it is. And I'm sorry, father, but it's, it's awful and it's frustrating and it's scary and it's just, it's lies. It's all lies. And I pray that you expose these things, open our eyes, open all of our eyes, right? Like this is just, it's been eating at me for days. Um, probably longer than that, if we're going to be honest and I just, I pray, oh Lord, I pray for our country. I pray for our church. Because I mean, how awful is it that like we've, we've done this, right? We sat back complacent and watched this happen. The church, we're not, we're not innocent in this. Where were we? Where were we when they were talking about abortion, right? Where were we? Where were our marches for life? Where, where have we been? I know that we've done some, don't get me wrong. I'm like, I'm not saying the church has done absolutely nothing, but we obviously didn't do enough, right? If we didn't do enough to actually win this fight, then we didn't do enough, you know? And 
to consider an abortion essential health care, but to shut a church down or let a bar be open, but shut a church down. Like, this just doesn't add up, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm not. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, So, Lord, I just pray. I pray that you help us to all not get it, but help us to fix it. Right? I don't have to understand to know that it has to change. Just like socialism is wrong. Guess what? Heaven's not socialism. Heaven's not socialistic. Uh Uh-uh. She's going after a bunny. Um, But heaven is not a socialist community. It's not even. It's not equal. You tell us that we will be storing our treasures up. The life we lead here will be storing treasures in heaven. Our riches will be stored in heaven. Our rewards will be stored in heaven. So that is to say that when we get to heaven, me sitting here doing nothing for the kingdom, right? That's not going to cut it. I'm not going to have treasures in heaven. I mean, heaven's still going to be great. Make no mistake. It doesn't matter how you slice it. Heaven's going to be amazing, right? But it's not going to be equal. It's not. Mother Teresa, I mean, oh my gosh, homegirl should have the whatever. Yeah, just, I don't I don't even know what heavenly rewards look like because heaven's so amazing anyway that it just feels almost ridiculous. Um, but... Mother Teresa is going to be, she's going to be good. She's, she's going to be one of the higher, higher ranking saints as far as I'm concerned. Um, I feel like if I had a shack with a dirt floor that I would still be completely happy, right? Because it's heaven. Um, I feel like that's probably even more than what I deserve. And regardless, I know that it's not equal. It's not equal. You're not a socialist. I mean, I don't know that you're necessarily a, um, you know, capitalist either, <laughs> but it's as close as we can get, right? You work hard, your life will reflect that. Your success will reflect your hard work. It's the same thing. Your work for the kingdom, your heavenly riches and rewards will reflect that. I mean, it's it's not rocket science. So anyway, oh Lord. Lord, I need you. I need you so bad today. Um, I thank you. I thank you for this day because I know it's going to let me lean into you so much more um, than maybe I even have previously. And I just, I pray for your guidance and your wisdom and your strength and your mercy. Um, And I need, I need your help with my, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe compassion. Maybe that's what my problem is. I don't I don't have a ton of compassion for my husband at the moment. Which is not right. Pain is pain. It doesn't have to be equal to mine, right? <laughs> it doesn't have to be socialist pain. Um, to still be valid. So I just I pray that you please help me in this day. Help me to accomplish the things that are put before me. Um because I do have quite a few things that I need to get done today. Thank you that it's Friday. Like, man, has this week flown by. I have felt like crap. And you somehow managed to help me accomplish a lot and then really get get stuff done. Um, 
and get here. So I, I thank you so much for that. I pray that you be with all of those who are sick. Um, right now, I think that forcing people to be alone in sickness is a, quite honestly, it's a, it's an awful thing, um, to do to anyone. And so I just, I pray that those who are alone, that they feel your comfort they feel your love. Um, I know that they're not alone. None of us are alone, but help them to feel that because in that moment, I know that there's no doubt the enemy is whispering to them that he's got them down and that they're alone and that nobody cares. And I care. So I just pray. I know you care. You care so much more than I care. I can sit here and you know, be all holier than thou all I want. Be like, I care while I am quarantined at my own house, swinging on a porch swing. And it doesn't change the fact that they're not going to feel that. So I pray that you help me to express my love for others um, in tangible ways. I don't know what that looks like exactly, but I pray that you guide me in it. And I pray that you help me, um, help me, help me to get there. I thank you for your love and your grace and your support and your kindness In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I don't have much to say today other than getting the word. I have finished, I haven't fully finished, but I've been in the end of Acts. And, um, you know, Paul, Paul's getting reamed for the church, y'all. I think there's a reason God has me reading it right now to see the things that, that Paul suffered through for his name um i'm at the you know one of the last few books i think like 25 i think or 20 i don't know 20 something where paul's being drugged before um the romans because he's a you know roman citizen and um yeah he's he's been he's got threats against his life Um, but he's still preaching the gospel. Like he don't even care. Right. Like, cool. Take me home. That's the attitude I want. I want to be like, cool. I'm going to still talk about Jesus. I'm going to still talk about the good news of Jesus Christ and that he died for our sins and that he loves you no matter where you're at in your life. He loves you. Um, but he calls you to do things and those things aren't easy. Like repent, turn from your sin and walk with him sounds so easy but it's so hard you know and he died to save us that all we have to do is believe in him and what he did and we will be saved and we've lost that even in our like some of our biggest churches that are so popular we've lost the fact that Jesus died he died for us I know that we seem to be callous with death But he died for us in a horrific way. The son of God, God himself died for us. That's an amazing thing. That is something that no other, no other people on the planet can say except us. God, our God, our amazing, amazing God who created this entire world. He created everything you see and even the things you don't see, right? Like air and wind like it's just insane to me our amazing god died 
He came himself to be complete and perfect sacrifice so that you and I can live with him for eternity. He loved us so much. He, he wants to spend eternity with us. That's insane to me. I mean, I'm not going to lie. God, you know, I love you, but I still think it's crazy that you, you love our fallen, broken, baby killing, lying, just downright hateful selves so much that you want to change our hearts and you want to live with us for eternity. I'm just I'm amazed and I thank you. And I just, I pray that it amazes you as well. I pray that it amazes you as well. And if it doesn't, get in the word and get amazed. Okay, like get to know him, his heart, um, everything. I suggest you start in the New Testament. Um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all of them are wonderful. Of course, Luke is always my favorite. Um, Matthew's pretty great too. I love Matthew's brain and how it works. Um, but get in the word. And then once you get through the New Testament, or even just bounce around, the Psalms are amazing. Proverbs, again, also amazing. Um, get to learn your history. So the first five books um, of the Bible, the Torah, books of Moses, um, get to know your history because it gets it helps you to get to know God. He has been the same then as he is now. We've forgotten. We have forgotten who our God is. And we need to remember. So I thank you. I love you. I encourage you today. Like I said, get in the word. Be a blessing to someone else. Even if it's something as simple as, um, you know, putting someone's buggy (laughs) away. I I did hear a story and it was amazing how much it affected someone else. You would be surprised. Um, Just be kind and share the love of Jesus. I pray God blesses you today.